Hey. Hey. Hey, it's the 616 show. <laughs> oh, live hey. at Pops. <laughs> you know who we are. Or at least we do, right? Exactly. <laughs> to know yourself is to love yourself, Eugene. There we go. And that is exactly who I am. I am Eugene, and this is <laughs> my lovely co-host. He's He is a huge fan of, well, me, it appears. His name is Haven. Haven, huge fan. Yes, yes, please hold your applause. <laughs> All four of you, please. Please, yeah. you're deafening the room with your applause. <laughs> this is, of course, the show that talks about everything that you're talking about on the internet concerning pop culture. That includes movies, TV shows, comic books. Uh, what did I say last week? Your mother's ass. So, Yep, it did until the writer's strike. Now everyone's panicking. Now we have nothing to talk about, which is exactly <laughs> what we are going to talk about, is nothing. <laughs> so let's just get started. What do you say? Because you know what? Let's do it. Nothing's going on, and that is actually news for us. So let's talk about that. The ever-popular and divisive Sonyverse has uh, pushed back some of their releases and kind of rearranged a couple of them too. Let's see. We've got, um, of course, Craven coming out, a Venom at some point, maybe another Morbius. <laughs> oh, uh, no, please. But most importantly, Beyond the Spider-Verse, the sequel to Across the Spider-Verse, which is a sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> What a tangled web we just wove there. But anyone who's seen like 16 walls, <laughs> anyone who's seen Beyond the Spider-Verse knows that it was left on a very, very. I don't even know. Cliffhanger. So I mean, much... that was the Mount Everest of cliffhangers. Like they're just dangling you over the end. Be like, you want it? Huh? Yeah. So while a lot of the movies that I mentioned before that have kind of been rearranged and pushed back here and there they've kind of eliminated and kind of give given an indefinite release date for this movie and kind of crediting not crediting anything because this is no situation where you credit this but no. the writer's strike uh because mm -hmm. of the ongoing writer's strike uh sony is kind of just alter altering their release dates and spider-verse just no longer has one so I'm going I'm to hand it to you, Haven. Your thoughts on that? I mean, the fact that Craven has a release date before Spider-Verse Part 2 is goddamn criminal. But I get it, and I'm actually kind of for it, because this movie is going to be a spectacle. This is going to be the finale of finales for the Spider-Verse, because we will definitely not see anything like this until probably Secret Wars. And, you know, that's MCU, not Sony, but still, this is going to be an event and you want everyone in there. You want to be able to like throw out the cameos. You want to be having awesome interviews. And I think the only way to do that is to wait until everything's worked itself out and we can promote Spider-Verse as it should be. It does leave me curious as to how far into production they were, because we do know it was going to release what next year or something like that. So they had to be pretty deep in production because, you know, it is an animated feature and those tend to take a little longer than, you know, your traditional movie 
and especially with this kind of movie and all the animation that goes into it for anyone who's ever seen it it's literally like watching a comic book movie on screen literally literally Mm -hmm. a comic book movie I'm not yeah, talking with all the different like styles and artwork you get to see throughout and panels. I mean, if yeah. you if anyone who's never read a comic book wonders what like what we read and how we envisioned comic books when we would go through them and flip through them, that is exactly what went through our minds flipping through comic Absolutely. books. Um so but it does make me wonder. So I really hope that with this delay that it doesn't hinder or affect the quality. I think we mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. And the trend is whenever a movie gets pushed back or delayed, no matter whatever the influence or the cause, it's never a good sign for a movie because, you know, you you have to step. It's, you know, it's kind of in very layman's terms, like imagine stepping away from a project for an extended period of time and having mm-hmm. to come back. And it just I don't know. It's not it's the same as it's not the same as being in the throes of it and being in the groove. Uh, I'm not saying this is going to be the same way, but it, it's kind of scary. Because the second movie was so great, yeah, and it needs that it needs that third installment, you know, for it's like your return of the king kind of mm-hmm. movie where you thought the two towers was great, but they can probably really punch this home with beyond the spider verse. They really could. And I just I... hope the the strike not only they become their res to a resolution, but also it doesn't affect what this movie could be or how it's going to be. See, I feel like the quality of it won't be hurt. I'm going from the mind frame that they probably have most of like the audio and voiceovers done for this movie. The longest thing is probably going to be the animation and the 3d work. You know, that's going to take probably 10 years in itself. We saw from the first, to second movie, I, I think the main bulk of it that they're probably waiting on is that and also maybe getting a other celebrity cameo here and there to voice a cool spider person. So yeah, I think I think, you know, it could hurt it from, you know, animators and stuff taking the extended break. But I, I honestly don't see the Spider-Verse in any trouble. I see Sony in trouble for because Spider-Verse fans are going to get mad and impatient and want it. Very true. And 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 I think to support your your thought process here too is, you know, I do kind of like the fact that they haven't established or you know cemented a, a new release release date for this. Because imagine if they said, okay, you know, instead of 2024, we're gonna set it for you know early 2025. You know, that's that's and that's a lot closer than we think it is. But mm-hmm. who knows how long the strike goes and what happens when you know, if this goes much longer than it needs to, and all of a sudden we they come back and they're against the grain because they set this new release date. I like the fact that, you know, they can let this situation sort itself out. And then mm-hmm. when they get everyone back, you know, in the studios and everyone's happy, then they can kind of get rolling again and say, okay, here's a new release date, you know, and you don't, you're not going to get a rush job with this movie. I do like that. They're going to, it seems like they're going to try and do their best to give this movie the, the, the TLC it needs to meet the same mm-hmm. quality as the first two. So yeah, not setting a, a release date or setting a timeline is probably going to benefit. Like, but like, I just, like I said, I just hope that's the course that it takes. I think so. I think for quality's sake, 
I'm I'm more than happy to wait for them to take their time to do this right, do it how they planned. If that means, you know, things work out with the writer's strike and it happens in five years from now, great. If it happens 15 years from now, I will wait for this movie. Like, Patience on a Monument. Yeah. 15 years? Yes. Do you know how many Spider-Man movie we could have by then? Exactly. Uh, Just more Spider-People to show up. Oh, my gosh. 15 years. We'll probably get, like, 30 spider-man movies and then it's like oh by the way here's the uh the the finale to the (laughs) spider-verse trilogy oh my gosh i forgot yeah wow we're gonna be on spider-verse how do i get home because peter's so old what's that titanic name it's been 84 years (laughs) (laughs) well you know what but yeah i'm probably with you i probably wait that long you know what i'm willing you know i'm not willing to wait for rather what is another prequel backstory Star Wars show. Oh! I'm just... So Donald <laughs> Glover says he's going to co-write a upcoming Star Wars series, and it looks like it's going to focus on his character, the young, the brash, and the bold, Lando Calrissian. Um, he's a smooth criminal. We, of course, saw him in Solo, the... Uh, I don't know. Did we ever talk about how you felt about Solo? I don't think we have. I will, you know, stomp the record right now and say I like it. It's good. Oh, it's and... one of the better Star Wars movies. Oh, and by saying that, you would be wrong. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Here's <laughs> why you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like, yeah, we're getting a Lando-centered Star Wars Disney Plus series. Of course, hasn't re- hasn't um, begun production. He wants to co-write it, though. Um, it's always great when an actor has their hands on a character and involvement. It's never a yeah. bad thing. But your thoughts, though, uh, do we need a Lando Calrissian prequel backstory show? Do we need one? No. Do I want to see one? Hell yes. I. One of the things that made that movie great for me was seeing donald glover as lando i thought he did really good even though they you know spun it up real hard trying to fit all the solo backstory into the first 15 minutes but i like his character i like his take i see the you know inklings of a young billy d's lando in it and i'm i think donald glover can do great things with the story and the character and i would even hope to see solo's han solo come back can I, can I just quote one line from that movie that really, really just ruined the rest of it? You're bringing quotes <laughs> on me? You, you're are sandbagging you? me right now. I didn't Who are your hair. people? I don't have people. Hmm. Solo. <laughs> Come on now. Oh my gosh. Really? Really? Oh my. And that was what? Did I first... say it was well written? No. Did I say the... it was fun? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like, hmm, Mr. Jones, where do you hail from? <laughs> uh, the, the Midwest. Uh, Indiana. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Anyway. um, Okay. When it comes to not main characters, I could have said that better, but, you know, characters who aren't Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Leia, um, I think I am okay with a side character like Lando because 
we never really got a lot about him in the first trilogy. All we know is that he is a is a friend of Han who he won the Falcon off of uh, a card game, something of the yep. sort, which we got in the movie, I believe. Right. So yeah. <laughs> um, and that was pretty much the extent of it, though. And uh, for some reason, he decided to wear Han's clothes at the end of that movie. We never figured that out. That was kind of weird. <laughs> um, that was strange. Uh, but weird costume. Like, was choice. that supposed to be the, you know, was that supposed to be the uniform of whoever drives the Falcon? But he never wore it in, in solo. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm okay with that. It's I'm fine with it. I just it, again, this comes back to the same discussion we've had many times over. You have such a large universe when it comes to Star Wars. Why are we sticking to and trying to give us more of these characters we've had over the years like give us something different give us something new um uh, i mean gosh well uh, well andor i mean andor that was oh, great that was beautiful that was that is the best series on disney plus that was great and then and he's not even one of the founding characters of the franchise mm-hmm. you know he's one of the newer ones so why aren't we getting stuff like that i don't want to or rather i don't i don't need to know more about those other characters. Their legacy yeah. characters. Their legacy is established for me. Mm-hmm. I love Lando as a character. I, just as much as I love Greedo as a character. I don't need a Greedo backstory. You know? No. <laughs> like he serves his purpose. Yeah. So that's just kind of my feeling. You just have so much to work with. Why are we going back to what people already know? You know, people love Star Wars. And just the idea of Star Wars. They love the universe. They love being in the universe of Star Wars. So you really don't have to, you know, tie it to things, you know, from 30, 40 years ago. I just don't personally think you do. But you know what? I'll watch it. We'll see where it goes. I mean, uh, Donald Glover's had a lot of success with his shows. Uh, Atlanta was the last one. And, and I really liked that show. So I I do not doubt that it, he'll do a lot of he'll do great work with it. I just. Yeah, he's a great creative force. I just don't know about Lando, but you know, we, we'll see. Maybe we'll see how he. This. Yeah, go ahead. If you could pick an existing character from Star Wars, a new character, or just make up a character, uh-huh. who would you like to see? Like, get a show. Like, what? What character? What species? What storyline in Star Wars do you think we need to see more of? Um, this might be a little bit of a cop out because I feel like a lot of people have wanted this too, but I think we. I think a young Yoda would bring a lot of context and yeah. background to not only the character, but also to more of the Jedi Order. I think I think it would be great to show in his 900 years of life how the Jedi Order has evolved, you know, over almost a thousand years. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, we could definitely see like, you know, some High Republic in that too. I, yeah. I would definitely be all for that. Yeah, I think... And it works with a character like that because he, he because he was nine hundred years old before he died. You can almost go through the the history in chapters. You know him yeah. as a as a foundling or so a youngling, fifty. You know a, a Grogu age when he's fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know being ad- ad- adopted into the order and kind of showing how it was back then. You know pre, you know political, pre politicized rather. And yeah. 
And then you jump to him at 150 years old when, you know, the troubled teen years, he's troubled teen is Padawan years. And then 150 to 300 to 400 to when he becomes a master and then a a grand, a council member. So it'd be a great way to show the evolution and the history and the change from what the order was to what it became before it fell, you know, when it was all just politics and policing. That would be a good, I would watch that all day long. Yeah. And you can, you can make the show as long as you want too. yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you have so much time to play with. So um, but I, that's, I, I don't, I can't, I think a fun one just for fun when might be Chewbacca. I love to, Ooh, that would be a really good one. I'd love to learn more about the Kashyyyk culture and, and the Wookiee culture and things like that. That'd be kind of interesting. But I mean, you got to see in the life day special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, what about you though? Who do you think, who would you, uh, want us a show from this this is gonna be a controversial one and I, I i i've taken my role as being the controversial one on this i would like to see a dj show but with the cassian andor flair to it really and why why because i love benedicto toro like he is an awesome actor like he sold that character for me and i want to see more of him because he was one of the only redeeming things about the Last Jedi. He made oh, me watch it. Do not say that about the Last. The Last Jedi is great. Don't even. Oh my goodness, this is going to have to be a special now. You just started a war, a Star War, rather. Um, a Star Story War. The. Yeah, if I had if I had cared more about the character, I'd probably want more. But he just seems like a, a scoundrel who. But that's the fun thing, being able to tell like a real scoundrel story but in there was Star not... Wars. Like we got to see a bit of it, like with Andor. Like that's one side of it. Let's see another side of like I, the real I, dark, dirty. I probably would have liked. I would like the idea more if they had brought him back in the third movie and had him do some kind of have some kind of redemption arc. I'm not saying he becomes a good guy, but just mm. close out, close just out give the, more of him. Close out that weird betrayal arc and portrayal storyline from the second one because we just never revisited it after that did we maybe that's what the series is needed for to give you that closure oh, let's get a hashtag going if they had given us a little more i'd be for it but it just seemed like a, a just a really random character and you know what maybe we'd have to pick up um his series i think there is a a uh, comic book series for dj yes that that is why i'm choosing him Oh my god! Okay, look at Haven's always got to go outside of the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, going outside of the box and then back in and then out <laughs> and then back in. Okay, that sounds terrible when I say it like that. <laughs> that I'm thinking about... <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> um, but it's appropriate for this because we're talking about Futurama, and they would make that kind of joke. Right. When I make that joke, I'm talking about. Being canceled, rebooted, canceled, rebooted, because Futurama is on Hulu now. Oh, uh, yeah. It had its pr- first premiere episode, which I have not seen yet, but I am a huge Futurama fan. I almost non-controversially prefer it to The Simpsons, but we'll talk about that another day. Um, oh, I absolutely prefer it to The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you would be insulted by that, but... Uh-uh, yeah. I love The Simpsons, but Futurama, it's just that perfect meld of sci-fi adult humor just smart 
writing. It's there good. Is, on there is a level of an, of hum the humor. There's 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 a humor to it, but also there's also a level of intelligence to it that and heart. Um, like it 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 pulls at your heartstrings. Oh yeah, point. I don't think The Simpsons has ever come that close. I think. Yeah, I couldn't name an episode that got me like the three we can name for Futurama, the three obvious ones. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Futurama has been what? It's been canceled by Fox. It's been rebooted by Comedy Central, right? And then then it went to FX. Then it went to FX, and then there was a string of movies in between. Uh-huh. And then it was rebooted again <laughs> and then canceled. And now it's back on Hulu. So anyway, before we go through all that, let's the first episode, your thoughts on that. You know, it picked up. I, I was surprised. It picked up exactly where the show ended with the whole little time button storyline. They restarted the universe, rebooted it. And now they're in the year 3023. And the storyline just goes from there. And it is exactly on the level that Futurama was. I'm trying to not spoil too much for people that haven't seen it, even though the new episode is premiering today, tomorrow, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's good, but it's very much like modern stories. They take something like streaming, binging TV shows, and then like put their futuristic jokes on it. So... It, it definitely wasn't bad. I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to more episodes. I will support Futurama on Hulu till I die. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was a little underwhelming for what I thought the return would be. And it, it's I almost don't blame them, especially the writers, because, you know, having being canceled so many times, it's like, well, how many times can we just make our grand re-entrance you know because as many how, times as we want and, and how will not die but how positive are you know how hard can we go before hulu says uh yeah it's not working guys i mean and i don't know what it is with the show i mean you have when you have something like the simpsons that has gone on for as long as either of us have been alive and this show struggles to stay on any kind of streaming or you know any any other on any other channel or I'm sorry any other company but I just I I, I never understood that because I do feel like just Futurama is so good and maybe we're the ones who are in the wrong maybe it's not as as great as uh, we think it is but we can't be in the wrong if there was if there was like this big of an audience behind it fighting for it like the cast is in love with it as much as all the fans clearly. This show has got something special. Everybody knows it, but I don't know what it is, but it's like people are afraid to pull the trigger and just let it ride. Yeah, and that's how I kind of always viewed Futurama. It's kind of the the anti-Simpsons. It It's willing to take the characters in directions that they would never take Homer Simpson, even though Homer's been in many different directions. And <laughs> he many said every job imaginable. Yeah, but they, they're willing to do things with these characters that you wouldn't see that the traditional Simpsons character do and kind of go way outlandish with it, you know? And I do think the way they attack uh, comedy, you know, it, it may be a little too on the nose, but I, I do like that because it's it's unapologetic. Yeah, it, it does it in a way that's different from shows like South Park and Rick and Morty. It's a unique flavor to Futurama. Bender is great. Yeah, and... 
Fry is, you know, he's the lovable idiot, but man, he has had some of the most heart tugging storylines in this series. I mean, God, when you want a character that's so stupid in the show, like brings you on the verge of tears, depending on the episode, whether it's with his dog or his clover stealing brother. Ah, and that's yeah. Seymour. And then what's his brother's name? Uh, Chauncey, something like Uh, that. Chancy, whatever it is, and then even like you said, Clancy. the last Clancy, and even the last episode from the last season. I mean, the button episode. I mean, <laughs> it's so funny too because that show has had what three or four different fin- finales, quote unquote. Yeah, <laughs> and I felt like this last one was probably the best one. It, it was, absolutely, it was totally fitting. It was very fitting, and now we are here we are back again but maybe that's kind of the joke in itself i really hope they address that too it's just you know <laughs> they talk about how we yeah just when you thought it was over i guess it's not oh they basically did the little title card uh benders like you know blowing a cigar being like we're back baby just blows the smoke the futurama opening comes up and it says futurama avenged written in blood <laughs> uh, well i do like the self-awareness then that does work. So, and, absolutely, need... and this whole episode is them being self-aware of like the process of bringing a show back, getting it streamed, the fans, the writers. Like it covers all those points in this, and it's done really well. I I just don't know what I was expecting with the big re premiere. Yeah, I think yeah. we have, we're gonna have to give it a little bit of time because uh, there's a lot of pop culture that Futurama needs to catch up on, and like I said too, it it's willing to address those and make them digestible with humor in a way that the Simpsons can't. Mm -hmm. So I do like that. So I'll, yeah, I'll definitely need to watch. I might just watch it after we're done here. Oh, I totally recommend it. So great. Great. Well, that is what we have managed to talk about over these 20 or so minutes. And look at that. Look at that. We never have stuff to not talk about. We just have to dig a little better half the yep, time. If they give us crap, we give them gold. Oh. So what do you guys think? Uh, is it a good idea that Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse is kind of in limbo right now? Uh, I think we could both semi-agree. And would you watch a Lando Calrissian show? Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. Yoda would be better. I even, mean, compared to anything, of course, Yoda is better. Even Chewy. And Futurama, Ooh. season 11, but some people are calling it season 8. I don't know. We'll figure that out another time. <laughs> but what do you think of the uh, the the re-re-re-re-reboot of Futurama? And are you excited for Futurama to be back? You can never have too much Futurama. It's all good. It's, it's all fun. Good. It's all good. <laughs> All right, so we are continuing now with our guess that character game. Of course, the worldwide sensation. Yeah, guess that hero or villain or anti-hero or sidekick. The most requested game in podcasting. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> so last year, of course, I absolutely crushed it by guessing uh, Homelander. Yeah. So, Haven, I have picked out your person. Mm, am I am, am I going to feel stupid at the end of this? Um, you know what? I think we do regardless because <laughs> even if we get it right, we're like, why didn't I get that in the first 10 seconds? So, 
But I am going to start your timer. Are you ready? All right. As ready as I'll ever be. All right. Here we go. Now. All right. Uh, male or female? Male. Male. Hero or villain? Hmm. Let's let's do gray character. Gray character. Okay. Uh, Marvel or DC? None. None. Oh, indie comic? Of course. Okay, of course. It does. Is he a ninja? He's not a ninja. And I will Any say kind the of martial as, arts. I'm sorry. Any kind of martial arts background? Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that a little bit. I will say that as far as indies go, it's one of the one of the big ones. Okay, I'm I'm starting to get a little inkling. Does he wear a hockey mask? Does not. Mm. Does he have any kind of armor? No. No. Does no, he wear a cape? Not. He does. It wasn't Casey Jones, by the way. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, twenty seconds. Ah. Oh. He wears a cape, has a background in martial arts. Uh, he has some some sort of martial arts training. He's a fighter. He fights. Okay. Does he use gadgets? He does not. I think you're going down the wrong path here. Two. Uh, one. Stress. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to let you get one more. One more guess, and then you, you got to give me your character. Oh, god damn. Okay. I feel, I feel like I took a... Left turn in Albuquerque. Mm. Has there been a movie with him? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. I mean, Omni Man? Oh, man. You got it. That's oh, yeah. good oh, job. That hey, was you know satisfying. What? You gave you gave me Homelander. I had to give you his counterpart. Why not? <laughs> now the only part, yeah, mar- martial arts. I do. I believe I read somewhere when I was a kid that Viltrumites do have some kind of martial art or like some kind of their form martial arts training. You know, so. I mean, they're like just the ultimate like warrior race. Yeah. So you've seen them, it, you know, they're normally fighting something that can just be dealt with one punch through the chest. But when you see like a real Viltrumite take on Mark, they definitely are giving them a good beat down. Yeah. So that was the only one I felt like that. That's where I felt like you kind of it kind of threw you off course because mm-hmm, I was almost leaning towards like Ninja Turtles. I'm trying yeah. to think of like. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, no, but I, I believe they have some kind of formal training. I believe so. But, you know, it's been years since I uh, read any of those comics. But regardless, you got it. And you, that's that's legit. We're going to give it to you. Oh, I'm back on the board. Feels good. Back on the board. Omni-Man. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Anyway, what do you guys think, though? Again, Spider-Verse, Lando, Futurama. Are any of those worth watching? Are we, Are they worth I don't know. You bite your tongue. I don't. We have some stuff to talk about later down the road, especially when it comes to the Last Jedi. My goodness. (laughs) Anyway, you can find us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Um, 
the site formerly known as Twitter, now referred to as X or 10. Mm, yeah, you can just I don't know. exit that out. <laughs> X or 10. I don't know. I can't decide what I'm going to call it. But for now, I am your host, Eugene. I'm Haven Huge Fan. And this is the 616 Show. Shut up and take our money. Thank <laughs> you.